Hello, welcome to Seafair's very own podcast series. Get a grip on FAIR, food, agriculture, and resource economics. My name is Gal Hochman, and I'm the board chair of Seafair and an applied economist at Rutgers University. With me is Jane Kolodinsky, Seafair board member and chair of the Community Development and Applied Economics at the University of Vermont. And we are here to discuss ERS with Dr. Spiro Stefano, the Economic Research Service Administrator. Thank you, Spiro, for joining us today for our podcast, Meet ERS. Thank you so much for that introduction and welcome, Spiro. I get the first question and I wonder if you can tell us a little bit about the Economic Research Service or ERS and its mission. ERS is providing trusted, objective, and timely research and statistics to inform and enhance public and private decision-making on the economic issues related to agriculture, food, the environment, and rural America. Now, we do this by producing these timely economic statistics, and we build and strengthen research data on agriculture and rural America. With the changes over the last few years, is ERS ready for the challenges of the coming decade? Yeah, ERS has been on a rebuilding mission. We are hiring aggressively after having lost about 70 plus percent of our staff. In the last 18 months, we've increased our staffing by over 225%. And many of these staff are seasoned professionals as part of uh, the research staff and management team. So. We have programs in place to make sure we onboard and mentor our staff, as well as creating professional development opportunities. Um, Many of them have joined us during the pandemic, so that's an additional challenge in onboarding. We are a vital crew at ERS, and we're ready to rise to every every challenge we face. So as we rebuild, we're also focused on having a diverse workforce. We're ready to look like America. And this rebuilding opportunity gives us an opportunity to pivot in the direction to meet the nation's needs for 2025, 2030, and beyond. So the research programs have been very, very effective. We've reacted to the pandemic. We've developed a special ERS COVID-19 response, rapid response team that's providing timely economic analysis to help policymakers understand the current impact and status of the pandemic. We developed a working paper series uh, related to COVID-19 to provide initial research and try to get short turnaround timeframe work out. We have developed a partnership with the US Census Bureau and five other federal agencies in doing the Household Pulse Survey, which is producing statistics on food insufficiency during the pandemic. And we are even collecting weekly updates on food retail sales and food service transactions. Uh, This is critical information on the effects of the pandemic and other stressors to the food system. Thank you for that, Spiro. And that leads me right into my next question. So ERS is part of USDA, which is actually part of our federal government. And you've talked about um, conducting research as well. Can you talk to us about the ability for ERS to balance being relevant, that is meeting the needs of our government and our policymakers, with being independent? And that means conducting unbiased third-party research. Sure, that's a great question. You know, 
we're one of 13 federal statistical agencies, and we are responsible for the integrity, objectivity, impartiality, utility, and even the confidentiality of information collected for statistical purposes. So we have a very high bar to clear. And our goal at ERS is to be relevant, to be demand-driven, and objective. So we conduct that independent research, as you mentioned, Jane, and analysis to inform policymakers and other stakeholders. Now, we see no conflict between engaging the relevant issues and offering an independent voice. Policymakers articulate the initiatives and the issues they wish to address. ERS takes on the challenge to craft the compelling research questions and agenda that provides insights that aid our understanding of these contemporary and emerging policy challenges. So what is on your agenda right now? How are you contributing in the ag, food, and environmental sectors, including contributions to rural America? Well, you know, economists are not very good at offering solutions. What we are, we are at our best at providing insight into how markets can and will react to changes, as well as when markets fail. Uh, we offer insights into the behavioral aspects of how consumers interact with the markets. And we offer insights into measuring the impact of economic decisions on consumers, producers, marketers, and others who, who engage in exchange. You know, as we look at these emerging challenges, agriculture and uh, climate change, uh, this changing climate influences many aspects of the agricultural economy. The agricultural sector has impacts on climate change and is providing opportunities for reductions in greenhouse gas emissions through better manure management practices to changes in biofuels. Uh, we have developed at ERS additional modeling capacity to better understand the ways in which these factors intersect to impact the farm economy and production. And we're also focused on enhancing our already extensive data products in this direction. So we, we have a very active, active agenda ahead of us and you know, we embrace the challenge. What are ERS's emerging priorities in the coming five years and beyond? In the coming five years, you know, we're gonna be focusing on making a difference broadly. That's our goal. And to make a difference requires us to have an impact, which behooves us to being relevant, being timely, and communicating our research well. So we do a lot of great research in all these different areas. Our, our food economics division is very focused on food access, emerging focus, uh, greater focus on health and food. Our resources and rural economics division is focused on a diverse set of activities. The rural economies uh, agenda is going to loom very large as we look at rebuilding our economy back, especially in rural areas. And our market and trade economics division is focused on the opportunities for trade with a lot of trade disruption in the last several years. Where are those opportunities? Where are, where are food, food products flowing? And we're looking at those patterns. And then as you start to connect the issues of climate change, they cut across the branches as an example. Climate change will have an impact on markets, will have an impact on the structure 
the agricultural sector, have impact on productivity growth, have an impact on food access. And so there are, there are myriad and a, a spider web of connections here that will make this a very exciting time to be working at ERS. It does sound like an exciting period to be at ERS. Where can one find more details on these topics? You can access our report by coming to our website. We take great pride in the materials we, we put up on our website. All our reports are certainly available publicly. Uh, we have many data products. Some are publicly available. We have 72 different data products that we use here at ERS. And we work collaboratively with all the other mission areas in USDA. Every single one. We work with other agencies outside of USDA. We have work going on with the Department of Defense, looking at veterans, food insecurity. We work with the Department of Energy on issues related to conservation. So the list goes on and on. To reflect just a, a moment, Spiru, um, I, wanted, I wanna say that as an, um, a researcher, an applied researcher, I am just so happy to, to hear that, you, that ERS is, um, is getting back up to speed and you've hired so many people and that this it's an amazing cross-cutting organization that you know both serves policy needs but also conducts independent research that is needed to keep um, to keep our economic and agricultural systems humming. And so it's it's been a pleasure to speak with you from my point of view. Thank you very much. I just want to add at the end here, you know, the economic research service is back. And we're moving forward with this very strong sense of purpose. Welcome back that same old place that you laughed Before we wrap up, I want to offer a big thank you to Spiro. I would also like to thank my colleague Jane and CFIR Strategic Communications Specialist Max. We're also happy you, the audience, join us. This podcast and other CFIR programs wouldn't be possible without the continuing support of the Agricultural and Applied Economics Association, the U.S. Department of Agricultural's National Agricultural Statistical Service and the Economic Research Service. Thank you and bye.